Matthew Bergman, <laughs> and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode one seventy five. Oh yeah, I'm here tonight with with Jared, aka the Jew Schneiderman. That's me, and fucking Kyle Wagner. Hey guys, what's of, up? of the Kylosphere, and Kylo Kyle Wagner is a goddamn communist. <laughs> and Kyle, what are, what are your other pages that you that you uh, admin? That I'm you not admin. I I don't admin any of those pages. But then there's other pages, and they're like shit. Kyle Wagner says. Yeah, that's another one. I don't admin that one either. What was the, there's some other pages too, right? And there are a couple other groups. Yeah. And pages. What are the names so people know? So people can, <laughs> can people. Can I don't want to promote them. Where can people find you on the internet? So, dude, I, I gotta say, I think you're like the fucking. Out of people that, like, out of like normal everyday people that I know in real life, you have like, what? What do you think you have like five or six pages that are like just trolling you? They're built just to troll you. It's is it five a, or six or is it more? I mean, I don't know, man. I I guess it's it's probably around there. It's. it's are you sure you don't there. just keep a catalog of that? I, shit? I think you do know, and you're like, you, you just don't want to no, say. No, because they're not you, all. You, pages, you don't want to act like, like you're paying mine. There's, there's like, you know, there's a memes, like a dank meme stash. Oh, and then there's Kyle like Wagner's three or four, dank meme stash. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple like that are groups. They're not pages. So okay. it's a difference. Oh wow! Now you're splitting hairs here. Yeah, but I, I'm not in them. Why not, dude? Because I, I just, I don't, like, you know, my whole thing was always to promote, you know, my ideas, or they're not really even my ideas, yeah, but so they're just to promote um, Mises' ideas, and it was always about that. It wasn't ever really about self-promotion. Well, well Kyle, let me interject mm, here. And, sounds and, noble. Let me interject here and do some, like, self-promotion for BRL. So, guys, <laughs> now we have... Because that's all we're about. Yeah, that's all we're about, dude. Okay, so now we have the uh, Punk Rock Libertarians Patreon. So if you like what we're doing here, um, we're providing extra content to Patreon members. And if you contribute a minimum of a dollar or a minimum of a dollar per month, you can contribute as much as you want if you want to help because we've always got like equipment breaking and stuff and cost. Yeah, it's and usually Bergman breaking the equipment. Yeah, whatever. Anybody can do this sober, dude. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. So, yeah, so we've got the the Patreon. If you want to help us out there, just Google Punk Rock Libertarians Patreon, and you'll be able to find us. And we do an after-hours program every night after the podcast. So um, if you want to hear, like, what we're saying to, like, uh, the after-hours program, you know, the only way you can check this out is if you uh, contribute a minimum of a dollar a month to the Patreon, which is, which is easy. It, it, it helps us out, and uh, we would totally appreciate it. Um. We would. Now, Alex Miller and myself, Alex Miller could not be here tonight because uh, he had some family shit going on. Mm. But uh, we went to, uh, yesterday, we, like, we, we left at about 10 a.m. from Maryland to, uh, it's in, it's uh, roundabouts like Richmond, Virginia. And there's this uh, thing that goes on every year. It's called Anarchon. And it's uh, put on by Cal Molinay. And... Uh, it's pretty fucking awesome. I, I think there was anywhere from like uh, forty to fifty people there. I would think from my from my guesstimates, and uh, it, it was it's like a small party. Oh, it was, it was, it was fucking <laughs> it was fucking badass. It was like uh, it was the best party. It, it was very cool. Um, there's uh, 
you know i, I just like went out there with uh alex we we just uh kind of set this uh stuff up like on like tuesday of this week right and then uh you know just going out there just not knowing like who was really going to be there and i saw a few people that i i had known from uh pork fest and a few people that i would just like you know friends with online and then i met some people and they were like oh yeah i listened to the punk rock libertarians podcast and i was like shit righteous you know Hell and yeah. uh you know, it, it was just good times out in the woods, you know. Um, I, I, I was heavily intoxicated, personally. That's well, what I, that, yeah. That's pretty normal. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, but it, it was just uh, really great times. Um, and then uh, Cal Maloney, he, like, really uh, puts on quite a little festival. And especially considering that there's no admission fee, you just pay whatever you need to pay to uh, rent a spot on the campground, the camp. It was, like, $17 a night. Did he have speakers? Did like he have people sp- speaking? Well, yeah, th- there was there was there were some speakers, and there was a schedule, and there was like uh, an open mic type thing, and there was just like uh, a ton of socializing, and it was, you know, like I said, anywhere from like forty to fifty people, but everybody there was kind of like making the rounds and introducing themselves to everybody else, mm. and it's like, you know, I, I feel like I know a lot of people, like. Uh, you know, on a pretty personal level now after that night. Wow. You know? Was it like a mini pork fest? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I guess in, in that it was a liberty meetup of people in the fucking wilderness. I mean, it was it was really fucking cool, though. Um, like, I, I feel like I talked to most everybody there. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I can't think of anybody who I didn't talk to there. Yeah. You know? I heard you met uh, Jake McCauley. I, I did, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Jake... <coughs> Jake um, is a guy that I met uh, years ago on on Facebook in uh, ANCAP versus ANCOM debate group. And that was my first experience with political debate groups. And Jake was just this huge character. Um, and he took. Was this one of those like experimenting in college type of things? <laughs> no, I mean, at the time, the I, I was. Uh, at the time, I was an ANCAP. And like, I honestly don't know how I got sucked into that world, but that was my first exposure to like the real far left. And those guys were all mad at ANCAPs. So, mm. like, they had created a group to, like, attack ANCAPs called ANCAP versus ANCOM. But the whole point of it was to be, like, you guys are phony anarchists. But, but why are they the real anarchists? Why would they put ANCAP first? I don't know. That seems like bad marketing. But I, I, would, I, I, would I didn't expect that the, from ANCOMs, though. Yeah. I didn't. I <laughs> it, Actually, what, what really happened was the guy that started it, like, it, it had been going for a while, and it was, like, a really popular group, really fun group, and he, like, got mad and deleted it, and it was just, it blew up after, like, a week, and then somebody formed a new one, and then I was in that one for, year, like, a couple years. I'm yeah. still in it, honestly. Yeah. But I don't really post in there anymore because I'm not an ANCAP anymore, and I now really an don't. you I don't think ANCOMs have anything. Uh, I don't think their philosophy makes any sense. So I'm just like, I'm not going to waste my time in there. Yeah. But uh, Jake was in there, and, and they all still know who he is. And, like, he has a reputation across Facebook, and he has all of these quotes out there that are just, like, the most ridiculous. I, I think what it was was he did a lot of very hard drugs in his teens, his formative years, and it made his him think of things in a different and really twisted way. Like, give me an example. Um... Uh, I really don't know if I want to go 
there but like he would have i remember posts about like uh okay there's a let's say the, the woman is trying to have sex with a dog <coughs> and the dog is, is is into it like is that okay you know Does, is oh, it okay Jesus. i don't I think it's just a, stuff it's, that nobody in their right mind would ever think of it's, yeah it's, you know what do you think kyle can the dog consent <laughs> that was essentially his question uh well, I, well kyle what do you think is I, it, I i don't think so i don't think so <laughs> i'm gonna go with no i don't know dude <laughs> What if the you, dog really wants it? Right. <laughs> you can ask Jake McCauley, McCauley what he thinks, but uh, I'm going to say no. I don't yeah, know. no. I mean, it's, it, it, it's a fucking weird conversation to have. So, yeah. yeah. So then he <laughs> it's either. It's not one that really needs to be had. He either, either started or. Um, or became admin of a of a Facebook group called like Unpopular Opinions or something like that, and this was a place where he was able to just express all the twisted things that he would think of, mm. and that group grew to like fifteen or sixteen thousand people, wow. and like it was all these people with all these really twisted opinions so, in there, and eventually the group got sucked. So, so yeah. <laughs> well, that's gonna happen. It was it was just way over the top. It, it, yeah. So is he on Facebook now? Because like I think yeah he is. Well, he eventually like all people graduated like, 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 from high school had to get out into the real world and all of a sudden it's like all these ridiculous things you've said on the internet anybody googles your name and they come well, up and you want to distance yourself from that stuff so well, like, so he deleted his account no i don't know i don't, I don't know but I, I do remember him expressing some remorse at what the things he had said publicly well you know because i actually searched him on, on facebook and I, I couldn't find him so i'm wondering like maybe i like pissed him off in the in the, the past and he like banned me and i just like forgot about it no you don't think so no. You don't think he would have banned me? No. You don't think I would have forgot about it? I, I I don't know what you how would you have forgotten about it? I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just, I'm just wondering the possibilities. Anyway, anyway. Like like I'm just wondering how I cannot find this dude. Uh, I'll, I'll check Oswald, after the show. Odd, I'll, Oswald Cobblepot, motherfucker. After the show, we'll look and see if oh, uh, this is going to be so special, dude. On Facebook, sweet. And you can send him a friend request. <laughs> yeah. No, he's a he's a very controversial, interesting guy, and um. I don't know. He just takes uh, he takes some in an, cap yeah. positions to their extremes, and it's just way too far for most people to handle. For most people, or yeah. Kyle Wagner to handle? Was it, was, we're, 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 his ideas? I've been desensitized we're, by the internet by my years and years and years of being exposed to like, like just like, twisted stuff. Would, on would the you internet. say that his ideas were a little too girthy for your mouth? Uh, no, that's not how <laughs> I would. I wouldn't phrase it that way. That's disgusting. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> wow. Right. Anyway, right. and so you had a good that time at hardcore, dude. Whatever. Whatever. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna distance myself from you, bro. You don't thought that you don't you don't think that was funny, dude. It, like did I cross the line? I'm a little triggered, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <a little> triggered. <laughs> Alright, let's uh is that anything else from Anarchon? Oh, um just that it was awesome and I think uh Yeah, we got that. No, I, I think we should promote <laughs> that on we should promote Anarchon on PRL next year. Because um, it was a fun time, dude. And on, on Punk Rock Libertarians, we've got like 190,000 people in this motherfucker. Oh, shit. You know, no doubt, like a, a lot of no people, dizzle. a lot of people that live within a few hours of uh, Intercon in and around uh, Ri Richmond, Virginia, you yeah. know. And uh, I don't well, know. I think we could have a fun time. You know, if there were. We could have a. A banging time. You know, I think if we if we promote this on PRL and there was like fifty people there this year, I mean, there's no reason that next year we couldn't have over a hundred or two hundred. Yeah, you know, I see it growing or ten thousand. Yeah, like a, like a like a hippie jam festival. Almost. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it grows when you rub it. You know, and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to rub it right yeah, now. I, I hear right that. now in the air. I can you know? see that, dude. It's, it's pretty gross. Stop. <laughs> 
No, yeah, I, but uh, yeah, I, I think uh, next year, I, I think we're we're gonna have some fun. I, I have one more thing to add on it. I I met um Cal Molinay, I think in 2012, uh, at it was um was it the Arby's restaurant International <laughs> Arby's, Arby's Liberty, International Students for Liberty conference. I was talking to David Friedman. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, in the lobby of in the, the flesh ho- of the ho- in the flesh of the hotel, and Cal walked up because he wanted to talk to David as well. And so I don't know. David eventually left, and then I was in the lobby arguing with Cal about anarchy, <laughs> and like I ended up. We did a live. We've done maybe two or three live debates together. That yeah. he's you know seen me at for um, other conferences. And events students for liberty events and been like hey come on camera real quick and we'll we'll just have a chat and then it turns into an argument so <laughs> like i know him and i'm not gonna say i yeah, know him well but fun. like you know I, I met him years ago and and we we've butted heads a, a number of times yeah so pretty interesting that's pretty cool but good for him for organizing event that everybody had fun at dude i think it would be cool if, if kyle wagner spoke it spoke at anarchon <laughs> I, honestly i don't think i don't know that uh cal would cal would want that or appreciate that and i don't know i mean kind of his road how is it so. how is it not totally humorous that that mr statism no i'm just fucking with you no mr minarchism mm-hmm. okay Okay. Yeah, would you say that, Mr. Minarchism? That could be like your wrestling title? Um, that could be like your wrestling name? Your wrestler name? Wh- whatever. All right. <laughs> if you were going to wrestle like hot dudes and they were drenched in like vegetable oil, <laughs> like uh, y- you wouldn't be like Mr. Minarchy? <laughs> I, I don't even know how to respond to that. No. <laughs> no. All right. This is getting a little too this is, this is really right getting, really going off. All right. Uh, anything else from Anarchon? No, it was a good time. I think we should go next year. All uh, right. Next topic. You Decided. Know. Okay, so John McClain of uh, 1989's uh, Die Hard. <laughs> or was it 1988? Um, I think it was 89. Yeah. Was it 88 or 89? I don't Ooh, know. I, I think like it was a year after I was born. I, I think it was one of those... I, it, was, it was one of those, I, I feel like. All right. Maybe it was... Yeah. Whatever. We'll split the difference. 88 and a half. Yeah. So um, yeah, John McCain died today, and yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was camping <laughs> yesterday, so I had no social media. It was just me in the woods with a flip phone. A flip phone, yes. That that was getting no reception, no bars. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even text my wife. Whoa, dude! It was like it was pretty hardcore, dude. That is hardcore, man. <clears throat> maybe you should get a real phone. <laughs> No, no, maybe I shouldn't. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, John McCain. I don't know, Kyle. You're a statist, so like, <laughs> no, like, do you have like sympathy for John McCain right now? Do you feel like John McCain's like heart was in the right place? Um, that's really hard to answer. It's hard to know where his heart was. Um, what do you, I, what do, what I do honestly, you feel, Kyle? I saw what I saw you? one interview with him one time where I was like. I, I it really did think that his heart was in the right place because I was like, this guy really seems to believe everything that he's saying at a deep level. Where he's like, okay, he was talking about yeah, a Yeah, but guess who else? Hold on. But guess who else believes what they believe at a deep level or believed? Dude. Osama bin Laden. Dude, yeah. Osama bin Laden also believed what he believed at a deep level. Yeah, absolutely. So, he like, did. I don't, I don't, like, the heart's in the right, like, George Bush's heart was in the right place. Like, you, you talk to George Bush and he talks about how he thought. Like this is what God wanted, Kyle. Kyle, you believe in things. Yeah, Kyle believes in things, but <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I, I like, get that's that. Not, that's not. That's not. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I am cutting you off. But I just want to interject there and say, like, this whole like idea of like. I mean, I I understand the idea of human compassion and just like understanding where people are coming from, but ultimately, like, 
if somebody's doing fucked up shit, it doesn't really matter the reason, you know? Yeah, well, that was his kind of whole thing. Was yeah. he In the interview I saw, was he was talking about Assad, and he was like, this guy's a, um, a vicious dictator. He's gassing his people. We need to intervene. We need to do something. We need to save these people. So he was kind of coming at it from that angle, and that's how these people a lot of times justify interventionism. That's how they justify going after but, I mean, when you Hussein see it, or, or but whoever. But when you see it not work over and over again. Yeah, they, don't, they never seem to learn... They, it's either that. they don't learn or, like, that's just the excuse they're using. Like, I, I just feel like he's got to be intelligent enough. <laughs> Excuse me. He's got to be intelligent enough to see the fact that, like, all right, so, like, I'll give you one. Like, I'll get, you know, okay, fine. You thought Saddam Hussein taking him down was going to fix it. Well, clearly that didn't work. But then you think taking down Gaddafi's going to fix it. Then you think taking down Assad's going to fix it. And, yeah. like, repeatedly it doesn't work. Then I start to question your motivations. Then I start to question... Your intelligence. Your Well, definitely your <laughs> intelligence, but, like, I already know the guy's got to be smart, right? Like, I've heard him talk. Like, he, he's not an, an idiot. Yeah. Like, I just... At this point, it, it seems to me to be either, like, an ulterior motive that I don't quite understand. Yeah, well, I mean, it, could like, be, like, it could be donations or, from the military-industrial right, complex or, donations or, or right. something yeah. like that. Right. Yeah, that would be my or guess. I've heard it hypothesized that he just has severe ptsd from his you know time in, in vietnam and he just sort of has a vendetta against the world and this is wa- this is his way of exacting it i'm not a yeah. you know i'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist like i don't know but all i can say is like the guy has caused immeasurable damage in my in my view to mm-hmm. the world through just his advocacy of certain policies and beating the war drums constantly over and over again mm-hmm. even given like the multitude of evidence after the Iraq invasion, even before that, I mean, he, you know, he was like a cold warrior too. Yeah. I mean, this guy's just has a history of just like, I think there was only like maybe like one war that he ever like opposed. It was like some, something in like the, something under Reagan with like Lebanon or something, which good for him on that. But like, other than that, it's like, <laughs> dude, like I, I just have no simple, like, okay, I'm not gonna be parading the streets cause some guy died from brain cancer. But at the same time, like I think the world's better off. I know that yeah, sounds harsh, I, but I think that's what's been so difficult for libertarians, and that's where I've I've I've, I've made a post earlier. I've seen four kinds of posts. I've seen uh, John McCain sort of nice posts about him. I've seen mean posts about him, and then I've seen libertarians who are mad about the nice posts, and <laughs> libertarians who are mad about the mean posts. So, so, so we've what actually, are you guys, what are you guys saying over at Colosphere? <laughs> I don't think they have a meme up about it, but they, my point, my they, point is... Uh, dude, I was trying to get the, the down low, like, inside scoop. Yeah, you'd have to talk to whoever runs the page. I think but he's trying to ask, what do you think? Dude, your, your, your <laughs> well, name's, I, your name's right, what, on it, dude. Yeah, what I think about it is, I mean, I, I guess I kind of just sit on the sidelines. I don't really have any, anything too nice to say about McCain, so I'm just trying not to say anything. So, so if, but, if like, John McCain... If his like wiener was bit by a like, poisonous snake, would you suck out the poison? No. If only you could save him, he was gonna die, dude. Didn't, didn't you give me this this same scenario last week uh, about somebody? Why, else, why does it always involve me doing some <laughs> vulgar <laughs> sex act to save somebody from poison? <laughs> no, but I mean, if you could, every if you, time if you could save somebody from this dying, is what, dude, what, what this is all bad things about all day? <laughs> you sucking someone's dick. He's like, I know. Kyle, Kyle, if you could save somebody from dying, dude. <laughs> every every week, it's the same, the same scenario. So wait, you're saying like. You just want to stay out of it? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I just, uh, I think 
first of all, you know, I always talk about ideologies and how it's, you know, the ideology is bigger than the man. Like there are people that he, he's a cheerleader or a champion for the neocon cause, but a lot of people share his ideology. He obviously has a lot of fans. There are people out there just writing these huge, long outpouring of support kind of posts because they feel like he was an American hero and all this stuff. So it's like that worldview has a huge group of people that agree with it. Okay. So um, I, I do try to separate the ideology from the man sometimes if, if to the extent that that's possible. And, um, but yeah, I, I think it is kind of classless to dance on somebody's grave. Um, but that's where I think libertarians are so conflicted on this. A lot of people, they hate McCain so much that they're gloating. They're happy. And, um, I can't say that I don't understand that viewpoint. I mean, the guy, yeah, I mean, the guy he, was a political like, foe. Like, he, right? he, what is the difference he, between he, like, he supported a foreign policy that, that, that has killed millions? So you know, the fact that he's not going to be around to uh, support and endorse and vote for such foreign policies in the future. You know, right. it's, it's, it's kind of a celebration. I like, mean, nobody, like, like nobody, maybe, maybe a few lives will be saved. This is going to be a very controversial. Well, probably not on this podcast, but like if I posted this on my Facebook, well, I'd get a few replies but like i mean there's a parallel that can be drawn between celebrating the death of osama bin laden and celebrating the death of john mccain right if you celebrate the death of osama bin laden who killed who was responsible for the deaths of at least what like three thousand people yeah it's a drop in the bucket to what mccain's been responsible for right. now so, i mean it's, it's you like, know it's we not, look at that's it. why it's not controversial for me to right to say like yeah the guy's an asshole he's responsible for the right deaths and that's of what many, i'm saying nobody so. would criticize you for being like yeah. oh i'm gonna you know today is osaba bin laden's death day i'm gonna celebrate no one would bat an eye at that but you express you explain to people that okay this is a man that's at least excuse me partially complicit in the deaths of millions of people in the Middle East. And so I'm going to be celebrating his death and people will, you know, they'll be like, oh, well, he's an American war hero. Oh, he's a senator. Oh, you're a fucking terrible person. I'm not saying I'm going to like, I don't believe in necessarily like celebrating people's deaths. I mean, I I express the fact that like, I'm glad that he's not around to continue to push these foreign policies. So like, it's almost a consequentialist, um, Appreciation of the fact that he can't do this shit no more. Kyle, would you, not, would, you know. Kyle, would you jack off on Osama, oh God, on, on Osama bin Laden's death anniversary? <laughs> I I don't know. No, no, no. I wouldn't. You wouldn't. It's a weird really? question. So you're gonna let Osama bin Laden's death get between you and a nut? <laughs> I wouldn't. Would I you would, refrain from it. I don't even know what day he he died on. So. I is don't it? know either, dude. All right, but so no, I wouldn't like it. Dude, dude no one's <laughs> death is going to stop me. <laughs> I'll tell you what. There you go, dude. <laughs> anyway, uh, Gary Johnson said that uh, McCain's um, voice will be missed in the public sphere. Wow. Well, that was that was major pussy thing to say. Well, that's what a lot of the alt right like, guys, which they're like, look, this, this this just shows you libertarians are cucks with no ba- no backbone. No, I mean, I like well, I like just Gary. Means Gary Shouts is yeah. a cuck with no backbone. No, well, dude, I, I like Gary. I might not agree with everything that he says. or think that's the best position, but you know, you're not going to agree with somebody 100 percent of the time unless it's yourself. And I don't even agree with myself 100 percent of the time. Sometimes I listen to myself and some of the ridiculous things I say mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm like intoxicated doing a podcast, and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I mean, it's that funny. Could be, this could be mm-hmm. one of those moments, dude. I mean. It, it, very well could be, <laughs> dude. Yeah, you, you feel shame the next day. 
No, I, I never really feel shame. You know, it, it's kind of like it's kind really of like, shame. I mean, dude, we're just like hanging out with like microphones on, man. And mm. I feel like we're making a better place, dude, because we're all about like peace and love, dude, and ending the wars, ending ending the drug war, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. We definitely all agree on that shit. Yeah. So, well, all right. Anything more to say about John McCain? Uh, I mean, there was a great Zero Hedge article I I found that um, just outlined all of the wars that he has um, cheerled for. So I advise people to look that up. It can't be hard that that hard to find. Just to understand like what kind of damage has been done. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw the headline for that article, but I didn't click on it. It was good. I mean, it wasn't like the best written article ever, but it it had a bunch of links to all the shit that he's done. So yeah, he he was, was a, a good way to understand like what his another point i've made uh, yeah another point i've made about people that say nasty things about him i'm like well some of that is a reflection of the 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 policies that he championed for during his life so he brought a lot of that hate on by standing for what he believed in and taking the the positions that he did which was a pro-war positions almost consistently yes hey so uh you reap what you sow. Right. Kyle, I, mean, I want to go back to earlier when we talk about Intercon, dude. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know, dude, when I was at Intercon and when people mentioned like bad things about Kyle Wagner, I was like, no, man. I was like, that dude's fucking awesome. Kyle Wagner, he's a good friend of mine. Thank you. I was like, Kyle Wagner, he's he's, he's legit. He's, he's a good dude. A he's, a good, he's a good dude. A tight, tight butthole. Uh, Uber. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but at any rate, dude, I just want you to know, man, that, that what was the I, meme I you posted about like me the other day? Dude. Thank you, I appreciate that. Dude, Something I, about ha- handsome. He's like he, uh, Kyle is handsome. Yeah, I saw somebody post that, and I figured out a way to like work it towards work it to you. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember what it is was. Is it now. worth it? It was like a threesome, yeah, a twosome, it. and then Kyle is handsome. Okay, so, okay, so a threesome is when three people are having sex. A twosome is when two people are having sex. Kyle Wagner is handsome. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, that was a nice thing of Matt to say. And then I was like, there's no way he's giving me a compliment. And I, I was like, it, I'm using my hand, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, get it. it's funny. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, okay. Wh- where are we at now? Okay. So, so we get some the, fresh news okay, so on the like, desk of PRL. I saw somebody post about this earlier, and I, I didn't know what it was. But there was a, a Madden shooting. Ray Gerbils? There was a... Um, a shooting in Florida at a, a Madden uh, gaming event. So Madden NFL, it's a football game. Um, apparently there was a shooting, and apparently it was somebody from Baltimore. Some dude yeah. named uh, something Katz. What was his first name? Michael? Michael. Michael Katz. Huh. Something like that. Yeah. He but, lived, uh, I, mean, I heard he lived near Federal Hill. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Whoa. So... Uh, yeah, I don't. I, don't I saw a video. Um, being classically liberal, posted a video. It was audio of the shooting, so it was footage of the guys playing, and then all of a sudden the players stopped moving on the screen, and the um the and you hear gunshots and you hear screaming and shouting, and then the controller unplugs from the screen, so the screen just says like, you so know, dude con- just like took off with his controller. Well, I mean, I yeah, I guess dropped people it or, dropped it or whatever. Yeah. And it disconnected. It's very. It was very chilling to see to watch the video and hear all this going on. Yeah. And all you see is controller is disconnected. You know, yeah, like that's, that's crazy. yeah. It, it was a a pretty wild video. So um, apparently, there's yeah. uh, as of um, seven forty five when we looked at the news, there was like two people dead and then like eleven injured. 
Yeah. And so. the, the image I saw of the, the kid was uh, he was wearing EA Sports headphones. So I'm assuming he was a participant in <sighs> the... Um, could be. Although, although yeah. they could have headphones for listening in the crowd. I don't know yeah. how it works. I've never been in one of those things. It, that could have been it. I mean, I don't know for sure, sure that he dude, was a I participant. Believe you. That was almost convincing. But, I mean, wouldn't I that mean, be something if it was like, you know, his team lost and in a, in a fit of rage, <laughs> you know... It's like the he ultimate, got, like, rage quit. Oh, yeah. Because he killed himself, too. Well, we, we've seen, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen rage quit videos of like oh, yeah. kids bashing their keyboards and smashing their mouse and stuff. And you can do that stuff in the comfort of your, you know, your yeah. home. But like maybe this kid really did lose it over, over an interception or something. That would be incredible. Yeah, he just happened to have a gun on him. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. We have to wait for the details. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's a nutty story. And, you know... Matt was just saying we haven't had a um, a shooting in a while. No, I s- actually said that. Oh, okay. I mean, I was just thinking, like, I mean, they happen quite fairly frequently, it seems. Yeah, it's, what, what are we on? Like, a, once every three weeks, kind of? No, I don't know about that. Once a month, kind of schedule, mass shooting. Well, I mean, look, dude, what do you call a mass shooting? Do you call... 20 murders in Chicago mass shooting? No, we don't call that a mass shooting. We no. Call that, we call that a day in Chicago. Yeah, well, they it's have only like, a mass I, shooting when it's like a bunch of like random white people that get shot. Well, I think in Chicago, they were maybe isolated murders around the city. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I think it was like But even 60. like you have gang murders that can involve like three people. Like this only has two people. Well, I guess well, 11 people 11 were shot. injured. Yeah, right, fair enough. Yeah. Mass murder, mass shooting. All right, whatever. Yeah. So I... I'm just saying, I, whatever. I don't know what the stats are, but I, I, I mean, we're gonna hear the same cries. Jared, from are you saying the numbers hear. are exaggerated? Um, am I saying they're exaggerated? Yeah. Well, I'm saying. Well, I mean, they're not exaggerated as far as like what is defined as a mass shooting. But the question is, where is most of the gun violence happening? Most of the gun violence is happening in relation to uh, the drug war. Yeah, no, I, I don't, right. I, I would think so. Yeah, I mean that it that it's drug, you know, people fighting for turf or people fighting over, um, yeah, you know, sh- money or, or, or drugs, snitches or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's so a like, great point. I, I don't think I don't think an honest conversation on gun control can happen unless we address that underlying root, that underlying cause, and no one really wants to to address that. I mean, is well, what's his name, David Hogg? Is he getting up there like before we start? taking everyone's guns which which we need to do let's yeah. start by legalizing all drugs no he doesn't say i that heard shit, he's man. gonna run for congress as soon as he turns 25 okay good for him <laughs> yeah i mean he's you know he's got name recognition with the left dude, now, that just so. that dude just seems like the most conceited like he just seems like he wants to be a politician like that just seems like his thing like that's what he wants to do yeah and so. i don't think it's like motivated by anything I don't know. I'm some not people have that. Some people psychology. have that gene. They like the spotlight. They yeah. like the attention, and they um, they it feel like they know best. To me. Um, yeah, you could very well be right. I don't know. Maybe he's got that that politician gene, and that's that's what it. Yeah. I mean, apparently, I don't know. I don't want to fucking talk about this kid. Like, whatever. Do what you want to do, man. But I don't agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Um, well, it reminds me of um, the Molly Tibbetts case. Um, because, uh, I'm sure everybody, I don't know why, why as a country we seem to pick one or two cases to follow intently and the whole country follows these cases and ignores all the other crimes and all the other cases around. But, um, it is weird, isn't it? Yeah. We just, I don't know. This one, this woman went, 
uh, missing while she was jogging in Iowa, jogging at 10 o'clock at night, apparently. And I think that's what it was. Anyway. Yeah, that's always when it happens. Um, it, I, I know I read 10. Maybe it was 10 a.m., but I assume it was 10 p.m. Anyhow, um, yeah, she went missing, and then there was, like, a, all kinds of, you know, help us find Molly. They've been looking for her for a month or something like that. And uh, they finally found her. Um, the guy, a guy, led the police to her body, which was in a cornfield covered with corn stalks or whatever. And um, the, the big controversy behind this story is that the guy was allegedly an illegal immigrant. Now I've heard conflicting stories on that. I've heard that he actually was legal. And usually, when you'll read a story, it'll say suspected illegal. Um, but so we don't, I don't think that's been confirmed that he was definitely illegal. His, his employer said mm. we conducted a full background check and he was okay. So I don't know how you get a background yeah, how check do you, so and, and as an illegal alien or illegal immigrant. But anyway, the point is the comparison to the gun thing is, you know, the right has come out and been like, you see immigrants commit murders. This is why we need the wall. This is why we need to kick all the immigrants out. So right. it's very similar to the way the left takes approaches gun crime because they're like, oh, there was a shooting. We need to ban all guns. Mm. And so it has to do with this mentality. It's like a collectivist mentality where you just attribute something that one individual did to their entire demographic or an entire group, and you punish everybody for the actions of an individual. And and that's not to me. That's not fair. I mean, right. Well, who know. made? Who was it that made the Skittles analogy? I, I haven't heard that. Wasn't was it? Might have been Trump. Uh, there was a Skittles analogy that was like. Basically, like, if you have, like, a whole bag of Skittles, and then you got, like, one poisonous Skittle in it, you don't want that bag of Skittles or something like that. It was basically insinuating, like, well, we might as well ban all, you know, we we might as well, you know, whatever, uh, build the wall or, or, or enforce extremely strict immigration and prevent anybody, any of these people get, from getting in. Just because maybe one person might get in, one bad Skittle might get in and poison the whole, the whole thing. Or, it's, kill, it's or a, kill you. I get you. I get right. what you're saying. Well, no, but it's hold a, on. But I I don't agree with that because that's like what you exactly exactly what you just said. This is collectivizing. This is attributing. Now, if if let's say it was a greater percentage, if it was like eighty percent of illegal immigrants that come in murder somebody, okay, then you have an argument. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's like well, <laughs> I mean, you know, one car, somebody died in a motorcycle accident, so we need to ban all motorcycles. I mean, right. you could you could apply it to anything. Honda, it's like Honda Civics cause right. X amount of accidents. It's so, like somebody died in a skiing accident. We need to outlaw skiing. I, it, it could be anything. Right. And you can't take an isolated incident and say, okay, the way we're going to prevent this is by with an across the board blanket ban on something, and think that that's going to solve the problem. I mean, you're just going to take people's freedom away. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't think it's a solution. And I was arguing with uh, some alt-right guys online about it. And they were they posted the story about the illegal immigrant. And the only the comment the guy made at the top was just wall. Like, you know, saying this is why we need a wall. And we got into an argument about the wall. And he's like, well, you, you know, don't you close your door at night? Don't you uh, lock your door? And I was oh, the like... people that can't distinguish between private property and state property? <laughs> Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about. I mean, I was just like, yeah. Well, my house is enclosed by four walls, and it has a three foot door or whatever. That's easy to close. You're talking about a two thousand mile open border. I mean, if you yeah, you if you're know, talking pragmatically speaking, like it's it's not even compared. Yeah. yeah, there's no comparison and to the the you know the cost of it, and then the fact that people find cost, ways maintenance. 
Right, and getting it reapproved, like, because you're talking about something that's got to be in the budget every year, right? Right, it needs to be maintained, <laughs> and it needs to be manned, because if you just have a wall with no one manning it, I mean, a ladder can easily get you over a wall, or a tunnel can get you under a wall, or you can bore through the wall. Right. If it's not actively being guarded, there are ways around it, you know? Yeah. People find ways to break out of maximum security prisons, They find and they find ways to scale mountains. You know, you can fly over it. People it's, are pretty smart. Yeah, it, it. This isn't the the 16th century or whatever. It's not like people you are going to see a wall on an island, and, yeah. and be like, "Oh, well, this is insurmountable." I mean, they're going to find. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're going to be there like, "There might be some boiling hot water at the top of that wall." Yeah, and uh, anyhow, <laughs> I just I didn't agree with the. They're using this case of Molly Tibbetts as it's now just totally politi- politicized. Um, with the particularly on the anti-immigration right is using it as an example of why immigrants should be banned it's funny i don't know i mean it's 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 happened so frequently that it's not even that surprising anymore but yeah you get numb to all this stuff i think and i think that's what's happened yeah just the fact that like there's no consistency on either of these sides i mean that's why i'm a libertarian because like i just like a consistent philosophy you know it's like okay i can't judge one guy for shooting somebody, you know, or I mean, I can you judge can. him, but I can, I can't, I'm sorry. I said that. that I know what you wrong. meant. I can't judge every, every gun owner for the actions of one gun owner. Did you lose the video? No, it's been like that. It's fine. Okay. It's streaming fine. Um, I can't judge the actions of all gun owners based on one gun owner. Therefore, I can't judge the actions. I can't judge all, I'm saying this all fucked up, man. I can't I judge <clears throat> all gun owners on the actions of one gun owner. I also can't judge all illegal immigrants based on the action of one illegal immigrant. Now that says nothing about, you know, the the the, the immigration uh, controversy per se. Like, oh, but I, I think it's it speaks volumes, though. Well, it's, to, it just it, says it speaks, this is not good justification for any policy. Just because yeah, one I, I guy did it, something, you can't. Now, okay, I mean. You know, well, I mean, well, well, everybody well, knows my stance on well, borders, but I'm just saying, like, okay, in this, in this okay, but I'm saying we we have this, this binary way of thinking in this, in this well, country, yeah, there's of like Republican or Democrat. So, as you were saying, dude, you've got this one, you've got one side that says, you know, you can't judge all gun owners for the actions of one gun owner, right? But then you've got this other side that right. mostly says you can't judge the actions of all but I'm immigrants saying there's a, there's for, the action, for the action of one immigrant. Yeah, totally. So uh, and, and the liber- libertarian position is you judge the individual by the individual. Yeah, and I think that's the right position to take. Right, it's the most you know? consistent one. I mean, it's just you either do that or you just say like we're just going to be fucking straight up collectivists. I mean, that's yeah. a consistent position. I think it's a bad one, but at least it's consistent. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, if you're like, oh yeah, like what? You know, we just should prevent everything, and if we got to ban everything that we do, then that's your fucking position. Like I'm going to fight you. Yeah. On that, but like. At least you're consistent. The worst is like, just these people that are just, I don't. It's it's all just like political point scoring, really. In the end, but it's just so annoying. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I think there could end up being more to the case. I'm kind of waiting for more details. I had heard that the guy that killed her actually had a kid with one of her classmates, and that he had at least seen her, if not talked to her previously. So there could have been some relationship there. I don't. I don't know. Um, another thing I saw was like, it was a picture of a girl wearing a say no to white boys t-shirt with that thing holding up a sign that said, you know, no white boys or something like that. But then, um, that was in the, some of the alt-right guys things. And then that was, uh, 
I found out later that was some other girl. It, it kind of looked oh, like her. Oh, yeah, there her, was something. Oh, you're but talking it about wasn't, Mo- you're talking Yeah, about, Molly Tibbetts. Well, there was something so, something that Milo Yiannopoulos posted, which I was like, dude. Like, it, he just posted a bunch of tweets from her, like, criticizing, like, posting, like, anti-Trump memes or something. And he was like, he was like, said something like, never mind, burn in hell. Wow. And I was like, Jesus, dude. Yeah. Well, like, he's, it, I guess he's already been blacklisted from social media, so he can just be as edgy as he wants, dude, I that's guess. that's just... Yeah. Man, that's whoa. Yeah, fuck. My, my point was with it was you know everybody. I just don't really trust any any side. You you, it's easy to doctor a picture. You see pictures. I don't know what she said or yeah. You know this one thing I was telling you. It showed her wearing a t-shirt with no that said no white boys and it turned out to be a different girl and it was fake and it's like either okay, way does you, it come does on it justify her getting murdered <laughs> like no it do, it doesn't but you know i think i think it does to the alt-right i think they're well, like hey you know screw you i think well they got mad because her family came out and said don't politicize this oh against you know immigrants, immigrants or whatever yeah and they were like oh well fuck her then <laughs> and Jeez. it's just like are you guys there's just so much dehumanization that goes on yeah, and you know that's a good, that's like, an interesting like, okay, term. Maybe she was like, I don't know, maybe she was at you know, anti-Trump or whatever, and you like Trump, but it's like, is that oh, man? Is that enough to like completely dehumanize a person? Like, yeah, you know. I I think it goes with our culture here. I think I think you it you see a parallel, right? Like the mass shootings, you see people just like going on rampages, and you yeah. see people online they they just turn into like piranha and they just go after people. Like we we kind of have like an aggressive society or something i don't know what's going on i don't know what drives it but it, it, there's just a lot of anger out there but is but hold on here's the thing though like aside from the occasional story i feel like this mostly exists online like when i am in per when i when i even people that i've had arguments with online like i have a buddy who's you know a, a democratic socialist i know right why am i associating with this i don't care whatever he's a nice guy um but uh, you know, like we'll argue to the to to you know to the death, the metaphorical death online. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I'm we're in person, like we barely even talk about this shit. You yeah. know, well, and it's just like there's this in. different thing that 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 comes in. It's like when you're driving in a car, and uh, you know somebody cuts you off, and you start flicking them off, and like you're running them down. If somebody cut you in line in the grocery store. I mean, you might say something, but you're not going to be that violent about it, right? You're yeah. not flicking. You're not like, "Fuck you, man! Get yeah. the fuck back in line!" You give him a dirty look, yeah, or you yeah. might say you something. You give him a dirty. You'd be like, oh, "This guy." Yeah. Like you're not. There's a much higher standard of manners in person right. than there is online, and I, and you know that's where I'm. I'm not as pessimistic about society from that vantage point, but the problem is like, the bulk of human interaction is now occurring online. So you're, it becomes more. Um, effectual it becomes more important that online discussion you know not not devolve into this because it is happening more frequently than than in-person discussion i I talked about it as sort of a disintegration of culture or uh, you know something that's a trend but Mm. i could be totally wrong maybe people were always this hostile to each other you know you can look back in the 60s the 50s go back as far as you want you know the world wars there's been a lot of anger and a lot of hostility yeah, just, you can see throughout. columns written about right. like famous authors where it's like this guy's a fucking piece of shit yeah. like in whatever their fucking old english words were yeah you maybe know? it's just a trait of humanity and, not, and not a current trend yeah but I, it's it's not it's a tr- definitely a trait of humanity but i think it gets 
exaggerated because everybody now has access. Like, you know, it's not just like one writer di- dis- dishing on another writer in, in the New York Times. It's you, you know, r- you know, commenting on somebody else's shit. Yeah, you can bring time. your yeah, you can bring your hate online now right. and like So the the question is what are the consequences of this? I mean, obviously I'm not for any like regulation of it. I'm just you know, there there is certainly a concern culturally like you know, should we be as people, should we just be focusing on like sort of mediating this somehow? Like, I don't know. Like you're going to have to just sit back and try to get entertainment I mean, out of it. I mean, you know, like it doesn't really bother me that much personally, you know, like I mean, we've had all sorts of crazy shit happen in the PRL group, you know. We yeah. just had, we've gone, gotten well, past some Mike Shitley stuff. My reaction <laughs> has been sort of like the volume's just gotten turned down. My my rea- I control my own reactions. Yeah. I can't control other people, but I control my own reactions. And people have noted that it's like I'm, like, numb. You know, they, they well, try to flick like me. Zen, they try zen to get, training that occurs. Yeah, it's like a like, zen training. You're yeah. just like, okay. Yeah, you're not, I'm not going to let myself get triggered by something you said, dude. You just reminded me. I was I was listening to a recent Joe Rogan episode where he's on with Chuck Palahniuk, the oh, writer yeah. of Fight Club. Oh yeah, and uh, they were talking about how in uh, I think it's in the um, oh, what is that fucking cult that we have? Um, the Scientologists. They have this thing. <laughs> it is a you cult. just you just triggered somebody. Whatever. Probably. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> In Scientology, they they have this practice where like they'll sit somebody in a room and and people will come in, and just like pick them apart, like just wow, be like it's like a know, roast, yeah, like a roast, but like just like really insult them, and they do it to sort of train them to, uh, you know, train them against like outside sort of, um, criticism of themselves, like or at least like that sort of insulting. Type of criticism. Which the one in one way you look at it, you go, "Oh, that's a good idea. Help develop a thick skin for the outside world." But in another right. way, you could look at it as you say, "Well, the outside world thinks this is a cult, and you're, oh, you yeah. know, numbing the cult members to well, any kind of ex- external truth." Yeah. Where people are like, "Hey, you know, I think you're really brainwashed here," and they go, "Nah, you know, they that this is just that." Yeah. No, you're. Right? That's 100 percent probably why they do that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, outside of that context. It just it's a sim- it's a similar idea where it's like you know you're if you've spent enough time on the internet I mean I've been using the internet since like like the the mid nineties yeah like when I was using fucking dial up and you know e bombs world was edgy do you, were you guys ever on e bombs world back in the day I've heard the name but I don't know what it was were you on that shit dude I was on, I was on like fucking Juno I was on like fucking Net Zero well E-Bombs World was a website yeah You're I, remember, I remember fucking ISPs. E-Bombs World yeah, yeah I'm talking about yeah or like Maddox providers, yeah. like I was just talking to somebody about how Maddox used to be edgy but now he's just like a fucking dude, total puss did, okay did you ever <laughs> did you ever go to TalkCity.com like, like Talk the, City. yeah it was, no. it, was, it was a chat room website uh, remember chat rooms that oh yeah really, it used to be like on a ton of those yeah, ASL well, there was a website called Talk City. I was, oh. I was on there all the time you know that was like uh, it was pretty fun, you know. There was like punk rock chats, like you know, all sorts of local chats. Looking for local men. <laughs> Kyle, you're you're smiling like ear to ear right now, dude. <laughs> Tell me about your fantasy. What's your fantasy? Okay, that got really awkward. Yeah, but at any rate, yeah, yeah, like like I enjoyed the chat rooms back in the day, and then this was kind of before like the. This is before the internet had really taken off, so. There would be people posting about like you know like like bands tour dates you know uh-huh. and you know people sharing them and it it was just like uh, this was like the uh, 
I guess the the frontier of the internet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I forget. What were we talking about? Why was I talking about that? Oh, how edgy. So, like, yeah, that was, like, I don't know. Like, the, the early days of the internet were kind of like the wild, wild west, really. Um, yeah. It still what, kind of is, a little yeah. bit. I, I like how I said wild, wild west, like the fucking Will Smith song. <laughs> <laughs> Not wild west, but <laughs> just, wild, just wild, wild, wild west. west. Yeah. And um, movie. <laughs> yeah, or the movie. <laughs> um, But, yeah, like, I don't know, like. I, but I guess it's gotten, like, a lot worse, but in a way, it was, like, way more crazier back then, because, like, you just had all the craziest, like, nerdiest, like, just, like, degenerates were on the internet there. Now it's, like, everybody, so, like, I don't know. It's I still feel like those guys just have... just adapted to it. Yeah. They still have a huge presence. Well, I mean, that's the, the 4chan. Like, the 4chan of... guys are the guys, well, I mean, the, at least the older 4chan guys are the guys who were around when I was around, you know? Yeah. You know, the early days, but I didn't... You know, I got laid, so like I'm not unfortunate. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Anyways, congratulations! Let's Thanks, dude. <laughs> um, pedophile priests. Wow, sounds like a podcast title. Yeah. Um. So the Catholic Church is a. Uh, let's see. Come out this week, or it might have been early or late last week. But I thought the it was Catholic this week. Church finally came out. No. <laughs> uh, the the Pope has uh, criticized. I think. Um. Or they. They did something. I'm trying to think of the right word. Gave a slap on the wrist or condemned the behavior of some two or three hundred bishops. I think it was. I'm probably butchering the story, but Kyle, what um, did you say that priest had needs too? They do, and I <laughs> I don't know if it's the fact that they have to be celibate that is causing this um, what seems to be rampant problem in the church. Um, it, it's you know you would think that if you were suppressed you would at least probably go for like prostitutes or adult aged women or like fuck dolls yeah something you know what I mean I don't know why the outlet seems to be young boys yeah That's I mean really why twisted. can't they just get themselves like a flashlight and be done with it you know yeah. I think it's more just I, think I don't that think would be better I, th- I don't think pretty it's much like, anything would be better I don't think it's the <laughs> the fact that all right they they decide to be celibate and that turns them that way I think they're already into little boys so they like they're like oh well i don't need to fuck chicks so like i can just join this group and exactly you think the, the profession the, itself is attractive yeah to i do i think yeah. i think that makes the most sense i think so too dude i agree with the jew on this one okay yeah, you i'm guys, not just saying that from like you know i'm not just being like a jew i'm just yeah. saying <laughs> I, it really is a disturbing thing and it i mean it's, i was a, i was being jewy though it's I, a, I would it's say a, i was being jewy it's it's so Bergman. It seems to be so commonplace that it's a stereotype, you know, the molester priest or whatever, and uh, it, it's very disturbing. And it, and it's just like the hypocrisy of it, you know. You're the person preaching the the righteous lifestyle and morality to people, and meanwhile you are like just this monstrous predator. Yeah, I I can't even. It's like somebody would have to write it in a fiction. I can't even get over how messed up it is. Yeah, they're, they're coming everywhere. Wow, what's that? Oh. Coming. Damn, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Jeez. That's, yeah. a, that's a little... That's a bridge too far. <laughs> um, yeah, so, Kyle's PA murder story, Florida. Flacca. Yeah. Okay, tell us about so, this, dude. Yeah, I was uh, out at lunch with some coworkers the other day, and, um, you know, we're sitting there talking about the Molly Tibbetts case and uh, this other case that happened, and, uh, you know, my one coworker's just like, yeah, my, my friend got murdered in PA, and I was like... You know, me and the other guy are like, what? You know, want to hear this story. So 
in uh, 2016, he said his friend was uh, was a recovering drug addict, and he had moved up to PA to um, get away from it all, kind of start a fresh life. He had gotten clean, gotten through rehab, and he had like gotten his life together again, apparently. And um, he said one night he went out to a bar, and I may not get the story perfectly right because this is secondhand, but it's still yeah. an interesting story. So uh, he went out to a bar, met some guys, and um, I guess they invited him back to the apartment to do a drug called Flacca, which is a derivative of yeah. maybe bath salts or something. Yeah. And it has a history of people um, that crazy. are on it. They, they lose their minds. They become like... Uh, yeah, Jared sounds pretty familiar with this drug. I lose my mind. Like what? Like like angry, whacked out zombies. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So like, the as he told the story, he was like, um, I, apparently there was an altercation. They say his the other two guys said that the friend, his friend, like attacked one of them and was trying to bite him and claw him and stuff. The guy took a shotgun and bashed his head in with the butt end of the shotgun and killed him. And then they they rolled his body up in a carpet. And they put him in the trunk of his mom's car, and they tried to drive him to the Jersey Shore to throw his body in a, in the ocean. Mm-hmm. But they got lost, and they ended up in the Poconos. <laughs> and, and then they like they parked the car in a lot, and they like they ran away or whatever. But like not to escape justice, they were just so whacked out. They found both of them. The one guy was like in his in his underwear running around in the woods, and then the other guy was like he had no shirt on, and he was in the middle of the street yelling at cars, and they were both picked up for disorderly conduct or whatever they went to impound the car somebody smelled a smell and they found the body in the trunk and then they pieced the whole story together and uh so apparently the trial just uh just concluded the sentencing just concluded last month july 30th Mm -hmm. so even though this happened in 2016 and i don't know why stuff takes so long to resolve itself in our country but sometimes it just seems like two years later we got a trial yeah well, I mean, the trial may have happened a while ago. I just don't know why it takes so long for these kind of things to resolve themselves. They got, uh, they had done a plea, be- a plea bargain, so they had gotten a reduced sentence, and they ended up getting, I think it was like 12 to 24 years or something like that, which was pretty light considering they murdered the guy. But, uh, but I, didn't they claim it was in self-defense? They did, and they, you know, they were very remorseful of what happened. And I think that they got some leeway for that. They got the, okay, you were clearly out of your mind, and this just was a horrible tragedy, and you feel bad about it, and you've been cooperating ever since, so they got a lot of leniency for that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, what an unbelievable story. And I just, why are you doing that shit? Everybody knows that shit is just bad news. Yeah, There's I, been so many stories that have come out of people... And yeah, maybe some of them are exaggerated, and maybe you know who knows. Like, what like, kind of high does it? Like, like, just buy some goddamn weed. You can get weed anywhere now. Yeah. You can get coke anywhere. Yeah. You know, like I mean, it's, coke's not legal, but you can get it. Like, why are you doing this flock of shit? <laughs> like, yeah, I have no idea. The other I've heard this. This is not the first time I've heard this. Like, I've yeah. heard other stories of this happening where, like, my friend was telling me, yeah, like some girl that he knows did the same exact thing, like. She was like, actually, it was someone my brother knew. My brother is uh, an audiologist, and this other girl that was also an audiologist, uh, like, she, like she claims, I guess, that somebody dosed her with Flocka, but who the fuck knows? Oh, and I think it was Flocka or something like that. And then she ended up like killing somebody, and now she's like fucked, yeah. you know. And it's like, 
I mean, if she was dosed, then that's fucked up. I just like, why are people fucking around with this shit? Yeah, I mean, the I, real reason why, well, you know, that sort of brings us back to our larger message, which is, why does this shit exist? It only exists because we've illegalized all the other drugs. No, right? that's a good point. Yeah, you There's think no, it's there'd a... be no demand for Flocka or or even meth. Meth does not exist. Meth only exists. <clears throat> excuse me, because uh, cocaine became so expensive. <laughs> hmm. That is the genesis of meth. I think it's cocaine, because that's the closest sort of. It's closest to like meth or coke or crack, um, but it's it's just really cheap. So you can manu you can manufacture it on your own, um, or just get it, get some like crack you know meth head to manufacture it for you, mm -hmm. and uh, you know it's it's just a cheaper version, but it's also like has way way more intense side effects. It's just something that wouldn't exist in the population if it wasn't for prohibition. I mean, you just don't have this shit coming around. Yeah. Um, and so, like, that, you know, I'll, I'll always come back to that when people bring up these crazy dr Or, like, you know, I, I've there was a case recently where, a, I forget where it was, but, like, 100 people overdosed on, on spice, which is a synthetic, mar mar uh, a synthetic version of marijuana. Gay. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> You prefer the real thing. Yes, I, I prefer real weed. But the thing is, you wouldn't have synthetic versions of this drug if it were illegal. Like, why would you make a synthetic version? Like, it's it's not any cheaper. Yeah, like, synthetic it's, lethal versions when you could yeah. just have the real thing and nobody's ever died from it ever. Right. Except for the prohibition. But here's it. the thing. It's prohibition and, which this, I guess, eh, this kind of is free market a little bit, but I think it's influenced by prohibition, but... A lot of people do this stuff because their jobs will test them. So, like, they'll test them for weed, but, like, they can't detect the alternative substances for whatever reason. Like, I guess they're just chemically different enough where they don't show up in the bloodstream. So, but I don't know. I feel like, like, no, but, like, no, no, no company tests you for alcohol unless you get into an accident, like, on the job and they want to see if you're actually drunk at the time. It yeah. also gets out of your system pretty quick. Yeah. But it's like, you know. This idea of like testing people whether they smoke weed or not. I knew I know it's a few ridiculous. people in my like you know sur immediate surroundings that have uh, not immediate surroundings. What am I trying to say? Like friends and family kind of circle that have been struggling with alcohol yeah. lately. I mean, it can mm. if you drink too much too frequently, you can really get hooked on it. And mm. alcoholism is arguably just as damaging as any other addiction, sure. any other drug addiction. What's well, the only drug addiction that you can die from withdrawal from? Yeah, just from it. Yeah, yeah. You a person that you have to like. I don't know how the hospitals get somebody down slowly from alcoholism. Yeah, but I'm not sure the process. Did they just give them a drink? Like, is it a? They might have a solution that they pump into them. That's like partially a little bit of alcohol. I don't know. Yeah. They have some way of doing it though. But yeah, yeah you. But you they can't just like it has to be controlled. You're right. Yeah, if you're like a severe alcoholic, like you can't just quit cold turkey. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy that. I mean, obviously, I'm not for making alcohol legal. I mean, I'm drinking it right now. But, you know, the, the fact that alcohol is illegal and pot, which is like relatively harmless. I mean, yeah, pot can be addictive. Anything can be addictive. Uh, you know? I mean, pot, you know, maybe like mentally addictive, but not physically. Well, no, it's not physically addictive, but it is mm. mentally. It can be mentally. There are people that but get I mean, addicted to pot. Anything can be mentally addictive. That's dude. what I just said. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, there might be some uh, side effects. I mean, of pot you, you, that could aren't... Be, you could be mentally addicted to the, this D. 
That's true. I don't think anyone is, though, dude. <laughs> oh, is that what your mom told you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I'd like to like uh, remind everybody we have the Patreon. <laughs> cut me off we there. have the Patreon going on nice now. Nice Cut Jared off before he can <laughs> insult me because I just got the one on over on his mother. No. All right. But uh, at any rate, we, we have the Patreon going on now. We're about to record the After Hours podcast. So if you want to hear like the dark and dirty, the balls deep. Like we're going to talk about Kyle Wagner and drugs in the after hours. Mm. It's going to be, it's gonna be a very short episode. It's going to be fucking crazy, dude. It's gonna be fucking you know what? <laughs> I might join this after hours. It's going to be fucking insane, dude. Nice. And we got the Jew fucking might might join. It's uh oh uh oh. Is he going to join? Balls deep. Is he going to join? I'm balls deep on this one. Yeah, and then we we also we are always accepting articles over at the dailyliberty.com. If you've got something to say, we provided a podium for which you to say it. We have T-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. Mm. So if you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, mm-hmm. you will you will see like a dank ass assortment mm. of various uh, Liberty T-shirts that you can receive a ten percent discount on mm-hmm. if you type in those codes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, also, I, I feel like I forgot something. Oh, so th- this shirt that I'm Francis. wearing, this shirt that I was wearing right now, <laughs> was actually given to me by Kyle Molinay, um, who set up Intercon this weekend. So I'm just gonna say this is a, this is a cool shirt, and uh, thanks, Kyle. Yeah. And until next time, live free or die. Not aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes obsolete!